it even more. You're listening to Two Cents Radio with Rob, Nico, and Nick. This is episode 269. Nice. <laughs> February 11th, 2011. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Rob. This is Nico. <laughs> Nick here. Hello. Good evening. 69, Good evening. baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, 260, hey, guys. How are you doing? 269. Nice. I feel like it's been a while since we've talked, it's, although I don't think it has been. It's been two weeks. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. There's a Super Bowl. Yeah, a Superb Owl is what we call it on <laughs> a here. Superb Owl. <laughs> <laughs> or a Super Bowel. A Super um, Bowel, yeah. Yeah, Super Bowel movement. Uh, Do y'all watch the Super Bowel? <laughs> I did. Yes, I, ha- I was at a party. I love how nobody sounds happy about it. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> I watched the well, game. Well, it was the halftime show that ruined it for me. Oh, it wasn't just the halftime well, show. Well, okay, you're right. From what I could tell, it was a terrible game all around. It was awful. awful. It was all the best. Uh, pe- all the best commercial folks like pulled out this year, right? Yeah, yeah. All I the, think all the uh, staples. Yeah, I, I think what these companies are realizing is that it's not worth it to no. pay five million dollars for thirty seconds. You know, even though it is still the biggest television event of the year. It is. It was the lowest, I think they said, in 13 years. Yeah, I um, believe that. But, I mean, no one's having parties, so I guess that's right. as good a reason as any. Um, oh, that didn't stop us here in Nebraska, where we crushed the curve. <laughs> didn't stop us here either, <laughs> but let's, you know. Um, but, yeah, I know. I think they're just realizing that, you know, you can do targeted advertising now. We Nick and I have a mutual friend that works in advertising, and he's just like, yeah, these companies are realizing that TV commercials, they work, but they don't work like they used to. Work. Yeah. Well, because there's a thousand different things to you can watch. And when the game isn't exciting like this one, you turn it off. Yes. And I think the halftime show, a lot of people tuned out and didn't come back. I'm serious. I think that was probably the worst halftime show ever. It wasn't worse than Maroon 5. Uh, yes, it was. Oh, no, it wasn't. Yes, it, was. it wasn't worse than Adam Levine with no shirt on. Yes, it was. Singing those stupid fucking songs. It's No, no. it's not. I, I, I enjoyed the Maroon 5 halftime no, show. No, you didn't. Compared to this, yes. Knock it off. Yes. No, you didn't. Yes. With Travis Scott yes. doing goosebumps? Yeah. Come on. Way better. Better than the SpongeBob SquarePants opening? You guys are probably too young to remember when Disney was in charge of the halftime shows and you had the, the Indiana Jones halftime adventure. Uh, stuff that they used what to do. What the fuck are you talking <laughs> yeah, about? Yeah, serious. They, no. Yes. Yes. When? Oh my god, I gotta look it up. <laughs> what words did you just say? That was never a not at the Super Bowl. Yes. It wasn't a thing. The yes. Indiana Jones halftime adventure. The First of in- all, Disney didn't own Indiana was- Jones until like ten years ago. Yeah, that was. Lucas that. Yeah, Lucasfilm. Yeah, that was like. Lucas- okay. All right. So maybe it wasn't Disney. Uh, 1995 Super Bowl halftime show was uh, the Indiana Jones Super Bowl halftime show. Indiana Jones and the Temple of the Forbidden Eye. Yep. 
Look at this. What the hell? <laughs> Halftime show held in Miami, Florida, designed by Disney to promote. See? Look at that. Designed okay. by Disney. Yes, You're right. I thought it was Disney. I thought Disney was in charge of the halftime shows there for a while. To promote the March 1995 opening of the Indiana Jones Adventure theme park attraction at Disneyland. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess they do. They still do that show. I think because so. I remember seeing an Indiana Jones show at Disney when I was. Like, I also saw an Indiana Jones show at Disney. Patty LaBelle played the Temple Guardian. <laughs> she sang. I don't. I all I know is that it changed when Michael Jackson did it. Yeah, Michael Jackson was the first guy where it's like, all right, we're actually going to take this seriously, and it's yep. going to be like a major concert. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you thought the weekend was the worst, huh? The worst. The worst. Mm. People hate it. Did you see it. it, Nick, by any chance? No. <laughs> <laughs> you were live tweeting a movie, right? I was much too busy watching Night at the Museum. <laughs> <laughs> great movie. That's a great movie. You know, isn't Dick Van Dyke in that movie? He is. Does he like, was, like the villain? Like the he like, is. Yeah. I was kind of shook watching that movie. I'm not gonna lie, because I was like. Holy shit. Like, I hadn't seen it since it came out, probably, when yeah. I was a kid. Right. Fucking Rami Malik's in that shit. Rami yeah. Malik's in that. Yeah. <laughs> so many future Oscar winners. How in that is movie. that possible? <laughs> and he got shit for playing an Egyptian in that movie. He's actually Egyptian. Yeah, he is Egyptian. <laughs> he yeah. got shit for that? He got shit for that. Somebody tried to bring up some shit with him with that. And, Yeah. He's like, well, Damn. I'm actually Egyptian, so <laughs> that's literally why he was cast. Yeah, like I guarantee you. <laughs> Here's They're my like, problem: who's with the, the only half-time? Egyptian guy in Hollywood? <laughs> <laughs> Here's my problem with the halftime. If you're not Prince, fucking dance. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you can't shred on the guitar for four minutes, like it's fine. Like I get it. The weekend is a decent singer, and he's got some good songs, and like. But if you don't play an instrument and you, you can't knock everybody's socks off, dance. Lady Gaga danced. Beyonce danced. Shakira and J-Lo fucking dance. Yeah. Dance. It's 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 for spectacle. Did, like did, did no one's just, watching this. Did he just play like a rock concert basically? But he doesn't play instruments. So. Oh. No. I mean, so yes. What but did no. he do? Just stand at the mic? He stood there in front of like the Star Wars Imperial Senate. You know, everybody like every musician was in their pods as they, you know, like look up the photo. It literally looks like, you know, uh, uh, Darth Sidious or whatever in front of the Imperial Senate. You can't search the weekend halftime show without him getting lost in the maze, though. That's the only pictures that are going to show up. I kind of like the maze. Not going to (laughs) lie. I wish the whole thing was the maze. (laughs) I wish the whole thing was the maze and they would forget to film it and it wasn't aired on TV. (laughs) That's what I wish. (laughs) No, I mean, his songs are just too boring for this. I mean, like, there's a certain type of artist that I think does this well. And, you know, it's not guys like that. And I like, that's why I also think, like, when bands do it, when Coldplay did it, it was awful. When Justin Timberlake did it, it was awful. Whoa, now. The second time, not the first time. Okay, the first, first time. time was legendary. Second yeah. time, I thought, was, yeah. <laughs> um, the, he's the first, The Weeknd's the first guy to pay to play the Super Bowl. He paid $7 million to play. He was the first guy to pay up his own money, yes. Right. Yeah. 
Be, well, what happens is that the, the NFL does not cover the expenses. Right. And usually it's the sponsor. Like, it's, I think, still the Pepsi Super Bowl. Oh, sure. So usually the sponsor does it. But I guess, yeah, he put up a bunch of his own money. Yeah. Which I'm not sure why. Oh, but. yeah. these This pot. It looks like he was playing the one versus 100 with Bob Saget. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's a reference only very few will get, but it's a great. It's fucking time reference. to face the mob. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Elmo's there, just answering questions on a little. It's a very short-lived game show. Very short-lived. Uh, not really. Had a moment there on Xbox 360. Yeah, had a real moment. Had a real moment. All right. Xbox Live. It was it was one of those pop back in the day. I remember a lot of people played it on Xbox. Yeah. Live. No. <laughs> Do you want the money or the mob? Yeah. It, you know, I feel like <laughs> that was the question, wasn't it? <laughs> Sorry, Nick. Go ahead. No, no, no. I feel like if you're somebody like the weekend, right, who is like not necessarily like superstar level, mm. right? And you're gonna play the Super Bowl. Mm. Um you either have to like blow it out of the fucking park so people talk about you, or you have to fail so spectacularly that people talk about you. Yeah, because that's be the only Jackson. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And it, I mean, I, I feel like nobody even talked about the weekend at all. So that was, means they was just mediocre. It was incredibly boring. It was just, just it was neither here nor there. Exactly right. It wasn't like a train wreck. A train wreck would have been hilarious. There was nothing memeable about it, except, I guess, for that maze sequence. There was no like uh, Shakira <laughs> meme, you know? <laughs> And yeah, I, I I just thought yeah, you're 100 right. And also, but that's the weekend. His songs are kind of average. I mean, he doesn't have like a lot of bangers. It's mostly just like songs that play at nightclubs about getting roofied. Yeah, so he should like LSD. he should have like you know made a, a fuck up like. Plan yeah. to fuck up, you know, like, oops, I brought my acoustic guitar, not my electric. <laughs> oops, Nobody my dick is me. showing. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Wardrobe malfunction again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's a shame. You guys are too yeah. young for the wardrobe malfunction, too, aren't you? Oh, no. No? No, no. One of my no, no, earliest no, no. Fact, memories it, of watching it, television. Right. Yeah. yeah. Has a very distinct spot. Wow. That was the first... Super Bowl I ever watched. Wow. First one I, I ever that's watched. That's what got Nico interested in football. <laughs> yeah, I and, think it um, is. <laughs> and I remember... Never missed a game after that. I remember fourth grade, Jesus. the exact kid that the next day I watched... Because I had not noticed... Because it's a, like a split second on yeah. TV. Like, if you're not watching it closely, you wouldn't have seen it. But I, yeah, I remember uh, my buddy Tommy from back in the day... <laughs> fucking in the morning being like hey justin timberlake was a bad boy last night and i go what are you saying did he say it in that deep of a voice too did he become a man no hey, no justin timberlake. Was, ah, you see well, justin his buddy timberlake. tommy was uh 26 at the time so <laughs> his albino friend tommy <laughs> we had to we had to meet in the at the back of the playscape <laughs> He used to, never mind. Yeah, go for it. He used to give me the fun candy. <laughs> it's the first time I heard the phrase "I can't feel my face when I'm with you." That's where the weekend song came from. Um, but that was my first one, and then the second one was Prince, which still to this day is the greatest 
live concert of any any the best singular musical event I've ever seen is Prince's halftime. And ever since then, it's just been a steady decline yeah. to, to hell. Here's what I hate is why does the halftime show have to be music? And the Adam fact that said this the other day. Yeah, you were yeah. telling like Rob, you just mentioned earlier this fucking Indiana Jones yeah. shit. Like, yeah, put on a fucking play, dude. Yeah, I don't care. Bring we'll Chappelle st- out. Yeah, let's yeah. just stand up comedy for the fucking yeah. halftime show. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> time. It's time to it's time to change it up. The music yep. has run its course. They've run yeah. out of acts. Too, yeah, I mean, it? I'm thinking about like going to amusement parks, like the Indiana Jones show again at Disney World. Like, mm-hmm. I love those things. Yeah. When I was in when I was in Japan, we used to go to Universal Studios um, like every weekend for like three months straight. And Mm -hmm. every single time without fail, I would go watch the live show for the movie for the 1995 film Waterworld. Oh, my God. (laughs) Universal Studios completely in Japanese with these two white actors (laughs) that have a scripted like pre-written voice speaking for them in japanese oh it's like a live dub yeah it's a live dub (laughs) i used to watch it every fucking time we went the same fucking thing wow so fun costner Waterworld. that's a classic get the fucking when are we doing that get the the fucking avengers let's do a fucking what are we doing wait you guys want to adam's not here this week for why is this a thing right oh yeah rob we were gonna ask you if you wanted to do you want to do Waterworld, rob sure Okay. <laughs> Can we do Waterworld? That kind of fits our. I've definition. never seen Waterworld. I've never that, seen that it seems, either. It seems more like it seems more like a movie Rob would pick than a movie we would pick with Adam. Yeah, you I know mean, what I mean. I've never Waterworld's seen Waterworld's a trip, man. Yeah. It's very long though. Uh, it's very long and it's very holy expensive. shit. Yeah, it's three hours. Oh yeah. my god, is it really? <laughs> it's two fifty six. Oh my good god. And guys, I could not tell you what happens in that movie, man. <laughs> Fucking nothing happens in that oh, thing. No. I've heard it's terrible. It is a notorious Hollywood bomb because Costner just used all of his muscle to get that thing made. And yeah, it was a spectacular. (laughs) But with a title like Waterworld, it's amazing that people were not lining up at the cinemas. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, (laughs) Hopper's in that shit. Dennis Hopper, right? Wow. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, man. Ninety five. Is it that old of a movie? Yeah, same year they did the Indiana Jones halftime show. Holy shit. (laughs) Same year Nicholas and I were born. Wow. Same year. Mm. And I think several other movies that Rob has recommended came out around that time. Toy Story came out in 95. Toy Story. Oh, Oh. yeah. Toy Story was that year. I loved loved seeing that movie for the first time. Mm. Um, Classic. So... Anyway, yeah, the halftime is boring, but I thought, yes, the whole game in general, I think, yeah. is just uh, as fun as we had rooting for Tom Brady in the first half. We had a lot of fun in the first half, just high-fiving and screaming. Yeah. Because um, now I'm a Tom Brady fan all of a sudden. I've spent 15 years rooting against this guy. I know. And now, finally, I'm rooting for him. And it's I, I mean, has he has he just definitively proven that he could just win with any team? Yeah, he can just pick a team out of a hat and be like, hey, yeah. you guys are going to the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> yeah. And I'm also 44. <laughs> And all of my peers have been brought out of the stadium in stretchers and cannot walk anymore. And here I am as flexible as can be, just like, yeah. I mean, this man is ancient by professional sports standards. Oh, yeah. It's insane. And he's, he's broken the record for oldest quarterback to win the Super Bowl twice. 
Yeah, he broke his own record. He broke his own record, yeah. Twice. This man, He's won I, more titles after the age of 37 than before the age of 27. At, at what point do we change the rules of football and just say, every year the worst team gets Brady? <laughs> as a handicap. <laughs> He's the first one to win a Super Bowl in three different decades. Mm-hmm. Correct. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this shouldn't be allowed. <laughs> Joe Montana has 16 playoff wins. Most people consider Joe Montana to be the second best quarterback of all time. And he that is the second most playoff wins of all time, 16. Uh, Brady, I believe, has 33. Yeah. <laughs> it's something like that. Um, yeah, it's insane. He's got seven rings and he could win another one is the other thing, which is insane. He's not even like he's not going to retire. No, he's no. not done. Even he, after the game, they're like, you coming back, Tom? And he's like, yeah, of course. Why would he's I go going for 10. He's going for 10. How are you going to get to 10? He's going for 10. It's only three more years. Yeah. <laughs> Eight, nine, ten. Boom. Eight, nine, ten, yeah. <laughs> God, he's played 19 years. He made the Super Bowl 10 out of those 19 times. The stat was he it, has. Wait, he's gone to the Super Bowl more times than he hasn't. Than he hasn't. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yes. That's uh, fucking nuts. <laughs> out of out, he's gone to the Super Bowl 10 out of 21 years, right? Well, or, um, no, it, he he got hurt one of those years. Okay, so you, we don't count the one that he got hurt for, and also he was a rookie, did not play his first year. So anyway, the stat is ten out of twenty-one years is about forty-six percent. Steph yeah. Curry's three-point percentage Correct. is forty-three percent. So yeah. Tom Brady has a better chance of winning a Super Bowl than Steph making Curry does yeah. making a three-point shot. So the best three-point shooter of all time, his chances of actually making a three-point shot, yeah, is... Uh, <laughs> Not as good as Tom Brady going to a Super Bowl. Winning a, or winning, winning a Super Bowl. Winning a Super Bowl. At age 43? Yeah. He's so old. <laughs> he's so old. And then he I, leaves, and he's like, oh, he's not with Belichick anymore. System quarterback. I, I always think about how, like, the worst player on the Bengals mm. was the best player in their high school. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and correct. one of the best players in their college. Sure. And then Brady is just better than everybody. Yeah. And that just like it it puts in perspective like that that like small town like you know amazing player that you have ain't got shit on well, him. Also, he was drafted in the 5th round and no one thought he would do anything. And if you look at like his combine and the photos of him coming into the draft, he was fat out of shape yeah. just look up tom brady uh draft photo and you'll see it um i've seen this like, picture and i have to look at it every time <laughs> yeah just look that sucker up fifth round pick i think close drafted close to 200 i mean oh my if, god this is so demoralizing if is this you what get they do dra- to them they strip them into their underwear yep. Yep. if you get drafted in that spot you have a higher than 50 percent chance of being cut from the team before the season even starts Guys drafted that low don't even make the team, never mind, end up becoming a starter. And especially quarterbacks don't. He was a like underwhelming physical prospect, didn't have a great arm. He was okay. He played at Michigan. He was all right. And then comes in the league and just scraps his way into somehow seven Super Bowls and looks better now. Like legitimately looks yes. younger and more handsome now than he did when he came into the league at 23. This picture just looks like the start of a gay porn. <laughs> like, like, this is it's from tickled this, right this, <laughs> yes 
The tickled <laughs> This is what, the picture you take before you go into the room to just get your butt railed. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, like, but again, being the quarterback, I think, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know that much about football. I've played it in the Rama neighborhood, you know, yeah. but but being the quarterback, I think it's more important to understand the strategy than to yeah. actually be physically right. Um, yeah. Well, sure. I mean, there, there are guys that's sort of evolved over the years, especially like in the last 10 years, the way that these offenses are run. It never used to be the case that the best athlete on the field played quarterback. The best athlete on the field would play running back or receiver or corner, the fastest guy, the strongest guy, whatever. And in recent years, these offenses have figured out that if you put the fastest guy at quarterback and they call him a dual threat quarterback, you can diversify your offense more and make it more unpredictable. Because they can like run it and stuff. Yeah, they can run. You never know. He can tuck it and run. So you have to account for the fact that he might run, which opens up the passing game a little more. Um, so that's sort of a recent phenomenon. And that's why guys like Peyton Manning, Brady, Drew Brees, who are just, you know, short white guys uh, that are very slow, had succeeded for so many years. Um, but the thing about Brady is that he just outworks everyone, that that advantage is nullified. Patrick Mahomes, who he beat in the Super Bowl, is many people believe the most impressive looking quarterback that's ever played the game. And, and that, so going into this game, Mahomes just won a, uh, a Super Bowl last year with the chiefs. And the narrative was, here's the goat, Tom Brady with six Super Bowls and the baby goat, Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> who many thought one day could pass Brady and be the goat If this trajectory continued, um, like that line. oops, <laughs> But what you realize here is that, you know, the old man just schooled the young guy. Yeah. And there's Not no such fucking either. thing. As, no. No, they blew him out. Like and pathetic. it wasn't Mahomes' fault. Mahomes looked amazing in that game. Too, he, he did. Mahomes had some great passes. It's just that that Bucks defense was outrageous. Led by former Jets head coach Todd Bowles. Wow. <laughs> too bad you let him go, huh? Too bad. <laughs> 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 yeah, but the Chiefs were also their offensive line was banged up. They, you know, they, they had a lot of studs on their offensive line that were I, out of the game. I've, I've and, seen, you know, I've seen a lot of memes against the refs, and I didn't think the refs were no, that bad. They got demo- no, they got demolished. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. But I tried explaining to Robert this week, <laughs> you know, some of the reasons why you should be a little skeptical of the Chiefs going into the game. But he did not want to hear my logic. No, I sure did. Who needs logic when nope, you gamble? Sure didn't. Nope. No logic um, needed. None. And uh, needed. I tried to warn him. I tried <laughs> to warn him, and he could have made some money with yep. me. But instead, uh, I didn't. His, I will his never uh, short-lived that. gambling career has come to a close. I will never uh, not uh, bet with you again. I, that okay. is, you know, I, I've built up my account online by p- playing slot machines. <laughs> I won $164 on a slot machine the other day. Damn. <laughs> and then I've, I've stopped. I'm like, okay, I can keep that money in there. Right. Uh, yeah, Nick, I kind of got Robin to fucking gamble. Yep. Yep. Not good. It's happened. Yep. <clears throat> it's happened. We, I, I was, uh, what did we bet on a couple weeks ago? It was like Nevada State <laughs> versus fucking Oregon or something. Yes. <laughs> yes and you were out to dinner and i'm texting you updates yes. of like nevada is up 12 they gotta cover 11 yep. like, fucking every two seconds i've given you yep 
That was also the same weekend that I sat here on the phone with one of my friends and we sat and watched horse racing on Fox Sports 2 and we're betting on horses. (laughs) (laughs) My grandfather's into that. Uh, You ever been to an OTB? No, I haven't. Yeah, my 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 grandfather for the first time ever took me just this year for the Derby. Uh-huh. I said I want to go with you to the because I usually bet it online. I said I want to go in person, yeah, and see your crowd at the OTB. Yeah, and I walk in there and it's just guys with no legs, yeah, and just you know just like people chain smoking, fucking. I mean, we have bet, hor- we have betting on Mickey Mouse the horse <laughs> in the, at Belmont. We have horse tracks here in Nebraska that we can legally bet on, and so we go yeah. to the horse races, but. It's not like what you guys have out there. Well, I'll tell you if you if I mean, I'm right right next to Kentucky. Right. Oh, uh, I do want to go to the Derby one year. You yeah. can't go. What? They're, you can't go. What do you mean? They're not going to let you. You know how expensive those tickets are? I could get in. No, you couldn't. Could you got to get, get you got to dress up in like the powder blue suit. No, I can't. Top get hat. In. I could get in. You seen Brady's outfit at the Derby? He looked phenomenal. <laughs> I know a Kentucky State official. I'll get us yeah. in. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've okay. got I've got contacts that can get us in. <laughs> the security guard at the Capitol is yeah. going to get you. <laughs> <laughs> We're storming the Kentucky Derby, boys. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to steal the prize horse. <laughs> can you imagine? Get in the trunk. Ocean 16. They're stealing <laughs> yeah, the horse. Stealing the horse. <laughs> That's a good movie. That is a good movie. That's a great idea. Yeah, you steal the horse and you replace him. You swap the horse. Yep. Oh, horse heist. A horse heist. <laughs> and you take horse and heist. you take the expensive horse to the glue factory for the good for the good glue. I don't I think that's kind of a waste of a good horse. <laughs> I don't think they pay extra at the glue factory. Oh, come on. That would be some top shelf Elmer's glue right there. <laughs> I think it's more sticky if Seabiscuit is, is in it. <laughs> Fucking yeah, American pharaoh. You're, you're, you're stealing the horse to go breed it nah. for for a um a wealthy royal family. Okay. Yes. Yeah, for their for their son or something. You guys just don't know how to have fun with movies. That's all. <laughs> We're right. Well, I think the movie's kind of dull. If in the first five minutes you you sell American Pharaoh to the fucking glue factory, no, that's <laughs> you've gra- got to lost your conflict, that's, haven't you? That's some great ci- cinematography right there. I don't think you're using the word right. <laughs> So Rob lost money and yep. uh, I tried to warn him, but I, I won't disagree with you again, Nico. I learned my lesson. Never get bet against the goat. No, nope. Nico DiGregorio. No, nope. never bet against him. No. Nope. And the goat Tom Brady, too. I, I told you I hated betting against him, but I really thought the Chiefs were going to kill it. And and I, I did say this, Nico. I did say this is not going to be a close game. I was right. just wrong into which direction it was going to be. <laughs> I don't know if that makes it better, though. I, it no, doesn't. it doesn't at all. It doesn't. <laughs> he was actually more wrong. But I want it. to be a little right. I'm half right. It wasn't a close game. Period. We just stopped this conversation. Yeah, right you're there. half right, <laughs> but you're also more wrong. <laughs> I can't tell you how many people in my life I told them bucks under. Bucks under. And I can't tell you how many people went chiefs over. Yeah. Everybody had the Chiefs in the over in that fucking game. Yeah. And I, I was getting so many phone calls ahead of time. What am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? Like, oh, Mahomes, Brady's so old. Yeah. 
They were a wild card team. They didn't get the bye. Yeah, da, 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 da. I mean, it's not a fucking boxing match. Who cares how old Brady is? He, all he has to do is throw the ball. <laughs> all he has to do is throw a ball. That's you can right. do that at 43. You can. Well, not everybody can. <laughs> not everybody can. Could. No, you certainly can. Did you see this Sorry. Zoom mishap with this lawyer and the cat, the cat fucking filter that this lawyer had? Did not. Oh my what god! What are you talking about? So, <laughs> hell of a segue, Rob. So, a Texas lawyer. Segment number two. <laughs> segment number two. A Texas lawyer attending a virtual hearing via Zoom had to clarify that he is not a cat when he was unable to turn off a filter that turned his face into a kitten. <laughs> And the best part of this oh, of this no. filter is the eyes darting because it's, the filter is tracking your eyes. So as he's this guy is panicking that he's 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 in front of a judge and this cat filter is on. And it, it, it we I, I'm just going to play the audio so you guys can hear it. <laughs> Mr. Ponton, I believe you have a filter turned on in the <laughs> video settings. <laughs> Uh, you might want to. Uh, They're trying uh, so hard to help him. We're trying look. to. <laughs> What'd you say? They're trying so hard to help him. They are. in the video settings. In the video under settings. How old filters? is the guy with the filter? I have no idea. You can't see it. All you can see is a cat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and and when, how old's the cat look? <laughs> it's a kitten. It's it's less than six weeks old. Yeah. <laughs> The funny, the lawyer's outfit. The funny thing is, <laughs> the funny thing is when the when the judge says you have a cat filter on the the eyes of the cat just dart down to the corner of the screen, <laughs> like you just saw Dom and Jerry. <laughs> he saw fucking Jerry in the corner. But the panicked expression on his uh, it, it, here yeah. it is. Uh, hey, we're trying look. to. We're tr- can you hear me, Judge? I can hear you. I think it's a filter. It, it is, and I don't know how to remove it. I've got my assistant here. She's trying to, but... I'm looking at the uh, clip. I'm looking at it, I'm too. Not. That is incredible. <laughs> that is so good. Oh. <laughs> I'm to go forward with it. That's, I'm here live. It's not, I'm not a cat. <laughs> I, can, I can see that. Um, I think if you click the up arrow next to the... And that's the end of the video. I can see that. Oh, it's just, it's that pant, like, that that sound he makes. Uh, you might want to... Uh, uh, take, take <laughs> can that you drop. add that to the soundboard? I'm getting Get that I, drop. I'm getting that. I'm getting that. I want to... Uh, uh, take, take we're trying to we're tr- can you hear me, Judge? I can you hear need, you. you. I need think that whole thing. Uh, uh, we're trying to. Can trying. you hear me, Judge? <laughs> no. The uh, great thing about this cat, though, too, is that he has this <laughs> su- like such a somber look on his face. Yeah, and he's so upset. It's like, <laughs> did I do something wrong? Uh, I'm not a I'm cat. Not a cat. <laughs> and I love in the corner. It's like judicial court violation may constitute contempt of court and result in a fine <laughs> yeah. of up to $500 and a jail term of up to 180 Recording days. of this hearing or live stream is prohibited. <laughs> well, someone broke that rule. Yep. Uh, 
This is a, a bit older, actually, but a f- I think it was a few weeks ago now, like end of January, there was this um, lady on the BBC was doing like an interview and her bookshelf in the back just had a dildo a sitting on it. Yes, I did see cock. that. I did. I think I sent that to you in, in Facebook. Yeah, it was yeah, yeah, the yeah. biggest fucking dildo I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> and what I love about it too is like the framing of it is almost like she wanted the bookshelf I, in the background. I think that was on purpose. I truly do. She just the whole thing was on purpose. Maybe she was like on a risque podcast the day before. Maybe, and you know she just didn't change the studio. <laughs> She's going to the BBC. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that was anything but a BBC. It was very white. <laughs> 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 now that's a great joke yeah, yeah. Time to tap uh, out If I ever get interviewed on the BBC I'm bringing a BBC <laughs> God on a high Time to go <laughs> BBC on the BBC uh, oh, I just man. I'm here live I'm not a cat Is one of my favorite things ever <laughs> Poor man Oh my god Can you imagine If like You're this lawyer's client. You're like, well, fuck, I'm going to prison. I'm going to jail. (laughs) Hey, you could be Jeffrey Tube. That's true. Can always be the tubes. Yep. Can always be Tube and Tube and his tubes. So, Rob, I I, want to ask you uh, about this Britney thing, because I haven't watched it, and I feel like I haven't done my homework. Yeah. But maybe I need to. Uh, Audrey was going uh, crazy in the group chat. Very good documentary on Britney Spears and the conservatorship that she has been in since 2008. Mm. Um, a conservatorship. Yeah, yeah explain ahead. the concept. So a conservatorship means that you are not. It, usually, it's 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 saved for uh, the elderly who are not able to make their their financial decisions on their own, and you put you. And it's somebody who can take control of your life, make decisions for you about your medical, uh, you know, decisions, your financial decisions, because you're not you're not in shape to make those decisions. And somebody could literally dupe you out of your money. Yeah. It's also like for um, adults with sort of like mental disabilities or whatever that when they turn 18, it's like, you know, they're not equipped to actually make real decisions. Right. They have to still stay under the care of their parents. And yeah, it's essentially a, a legal sort of continuation of childhood. Yeah. You know, but again, it's, 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 it's meant for very specific circumstances. And it's it's intended to protect that person from themselves. Yes. From right. their inability to make bad decisions. But in this case, I've been sort of following this from a distance for a while now. In this case, it seems like it's being used in a way to like hold her hostage, right? That's the online conspiracy? Yeah, that's the online conspiracy. But, I mean, Britney Spears had a mental breakdown in 2008, 2007, 2008. She literally had a mental breakdown. Yeah, a lot of people do, though. Yeah, I mean. And, I mean, she was under immense stress. And, I mean, I I think it's, it's, uh, it's unfortunate. What was the extent of the the mental breakdown, though? Does the documentary, like, actually cover... Oh, yeah. Yeah, the the documentary does a good job of covering that. Uh, Was it beyond just the shaving of the head and shit? Like... Um, it, it was just the constant, uh, her life under a microscope, I think. I mean, she's mm-hmm. the biggest pop star, or was at the time, uh, on the planet, and... And she was young, too, is And very young. 
She had two kids, I remember, very young, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. When she was like 23, she had like yeah. two kids. Yeah. And, and this marriage to Kevin Federline, you know, went into the shitter about that time. And right. Yeah. I mean, it definitely needed to be uh, protected from herself. I, I think at the time, <laughs> the the conservatorship was the right decision. Well, here's the thing, though. She, you don't become a very young person thrust into this situation by accident, right? No, 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 no. And her father was the one given a conservatorship right. over her, right? Correct. So wouldn't it – I mean we would think that it's somewhat his responsibility that she ended up in this bad situation that led to her mental breakdown. He didn't have anything to do with her life, though. He didn't. I, I mean, from a very young age, uh, you know, Brittany went on was on Ed McMahon's Star Search. From there, was on mm. Disney's Mickey Mouse Club. Of course. And from with Timberlake, right? What's that? With Timberlake, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So, so was he not in her life? Was he? Uh, so, Brittany got an agent, got a record deal. Her parents decided to stay home in their little hometown. And they sent her on her way with a nanny, essentially, to, and off her career went. I mean, <laughs> okay. Her dad Great was quoted as saying, well, Brittany's going to be so rich someday, she's going to be able to buy me a boat. And, I mean, even the nanny said that her dad wasn't in the picture much. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, it, you know, it, it's her dad, but just not around her mom had a lot more to do with with her career than dad ever did um so the the mental breakdown happens he's given conservatorship and and to this day it still lasts um and she tries no statute of limitations on that no no you you just keep going. It's not right. like you got to re up it every so often. They had like a, a driver's lo- license. They had a lawyer on there, and she says, "I, in my years of practice, have never seen anyone successfully petition themselves out of a conservatorship." Wow. See, that's why I would think this is kind of a a sketchy ruling in the first place. It is, but here's my thing, and this is my controversial opinion. Mm-hmm. I. Th- if she was mentally stable enough to take care or to make her own decisions, I think the evidence would probably show that. I want to know, which we won't, I want to know what we don't know. There's there's obviously some medical opinion stating that she is not of, you know, a sound mind to make her own financial decisions. Now, she's... She's stated herself that she's not going to work. Her dad wanted her to start working ag- again. The conservatorship wanted her to start working again. Uh, so she got working this residency. In what, though? Uh, what's that, Nick? Working in what? Uh, she like got what her. Kind? She got a residency in uh, Las Vegas yeah, and Vegas, was doing yeah. shows. Still is, I think. So, I so doing shows though—that's the work. That's the work. Yeah. Okay. I don't think she's doing shows anymore, uh, Nico. Oh. I think she's okay. can't. She, well, I mean, I guess not now. Vegas well, yeah, but I think now, before right? yeah. before COVID, she had even stopped doing shows. Okay, but that whole conspiracy was 
th- that started was uh, the result of like she was posting videos online, right? Right. Fans, so a podcast fans. pops up, reading on into every little Instagram post that she made, thinking that she was sending secretive messages out to her fans. And yeah, I remember there was there, there was like a commenter that was like, "Brittany, if you're not okay, like wear a, a green blouse or, yellow. or something." Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. okay. There, there, okay. There, there's what it yeah. was. And, and they didn't get into that, that in the documentary at all. Okay, so the the documentary is not as like salacious as some of these like, no. internet conspiracies are. No, okay. I, I I don't know what I think after watching the documentary. Uh, obviously, I I believe that there's more to the story than we'll ever know in terms mm-hmm. of her medical um, history, and that's mm-hmm. what I'm concerned about the, of of these uh, conspiracy theories flying around. The thing that I always just find like weird about it is. You know, it's it's one thing if somebody's not fit to make their own financial decisions, but it's another thing to put someone else who is potentially um, in a position to gain right. from that person That's the in control of their expenses. That's right? the problem. Like if you have a lawyer setting something up and their money's invested in stocks or something and the lawyer's like, we're going to have it pay out this much every year so that they can pay for themselves and not go bankrupt and not, you know, that's yeah. one thing. But having her father, right? No, it th- seems... Not great. And her, you know what? I don't care what anyone says. Like, any of these young child stars, like, you have bad parents. Yeah. Yeah. You have bad parents. I'm sorry. Like, some people turn out better than others. And there's probably, you know, I'm sure for a lot of them, they wanted what's best for their kid. Maybe some of them were just shitty people who wanted money. But it's not a healthy thing to do to a young kid. Best case scenario. Best is Miley Cyrus. Oof! That's 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 best, ca- and that's what think, I'm saying. You don't think like Timberlake, like you said? Yeah. Okay. I get. Yeah. All right. I get. Like Kurt Russell, I guess was a child star and ended up okay. Um, I I, I do think it's different for women, though. Yeah. I, I do think like if you are a lot of times like the object of sexualization that mm-hmm. early, sometimes even as a kid, mm-hmm. like I, I do think it is a little different. I think it is easier for guys to sort of. Yeah. I mean, because how old was she when "Hit Me, Baby, One More Time" came out? She was sixteen, fifteen, something like that. Yeah. Uh, oh, that was probably a, right. That was a hypersexual song. Yeah, yeah. hypersexual. Yeah, and I and I do think like you know this is one of the the double standards, I guess. But yeah, guys don't have to deal with that. No, and um, I think it's also easier to gain a little bit of respect later on. Whereas Britney was always the pop star in the hit me baby one more time video, right? And it's always like wear that outfit, do that routine. Yeah, and if you watch some of these videos. Uh, I know um, Brittany actually on Instagram just commented sort of offhandedly about the documentary that came out Mm -hmm. and she posts this video of her from, I think a year or two ago in Vegas doing toxic lip syncing to toxic and doing like this half-assed routine. Mm -hmm. And it's just depressing. Yeah. Like you watch it. It's like, God, you're just like this trained dog that's been doing the same routine for 20 years and your personhood's kind of been stripped from you. Yeah. You know? Which I, I again I worry about is is that a cry for help or is that a a, a a sign of mental instability? I mean, can it be both? I suppose it can be. I suppose it can be. Yeah. Like I don't think there's any question that like she's got shit wrong with her, <laughs> but that doesn't mean that she, you know. It's not because of the situation she's in. Right. So there's no like, like official diagnosis for what she's been suffering from. Well, uh, if no, there I, is, they can't release it. Yeah, that, not, that's not. That's personal medical. Yeah. Okay. 
But it would show up in court, right? Uh, yeah, those would sealed be records. They, those would be sealed, yeah. Those are sealed, okay. Yeah. yeah. The only way it would come out is if she told people, basically. Hmm. I think that would be the only way. Or if, like, maybe somebody that has the authority to maybe, like, a lawyer or something. I don't know. I did read today that she, uh, they, they, they sort of, um, the first ruling in their favor was administered. And I think that, don't quote me on this, but that they, they essentially gave her half of the money, control of half of the no, money. What was it? No. Uh, a bank also is uh, a conservator now uh, on, okay. on her, uh, meaning that her dad does not have full control over her money. It also has to go through a bank. Oh, see, that's but it didn't go probably to her. Though. A better it thing. Did, no, it did not go to her. This was a bank that she wanted to have conservatorship. But again, it basically means that somebody who stands to gain from her has less control exactly. over her finances. Exactly, which is a good thing. Yeah, you know, it's if it's an institution or like a, a legal entity that's yep. better than it just being her dad. And and, and this. Uh, that you're mentioning, Nico, is in the documentary at the end. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I saw the story just broke today. Yeah. Well, they talk about this bank uh, being the conservator. Okay. You know, as much as, like, maybe it is for her own benefit, maybe it isn't, we really don't know. Yeah, we don't know. And and that, um, that's why I worry about these conspiracy, conspiracy theories is because I, 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 I don't want her to be in more danger to mm-hmm. herself because of some wacky conspiracy theory on the internet. Right. 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 And yeah, if she gets stripped of a conservatorship that she actually needs. N- needs. Yeah. 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 Which we don't know. No one knows. No one knows the whole story. No. Uh, and I'm sure there are elements of truth to both sides. Absolutely. Always. Like it's one side, the other side and the truth, right? Yeah. Is, are the really three sides of it. But it, but it really does. Corruption. <laughs> It really does, on principle, right? I, I'm not in this specific situation. I don't really know, but it it kind of sounds like a hostage situation or a, almost like a form of slavery to a degree. Sure. Like you don't have control over your own life. Granted, maybe some people shouldn't. I'm not gonna get yeah. into that. Yeah. But it just the whole idea kind of rubs me the wrong way it's always a slippery slope when you're using a law that is in place for expressly another reason in order to achieve a goal like this right you know like the fact that it does not explicitly say that this is for sick and elderly people Mm -hmm. um you know anytime like you're you're finding loopholes in the law just it's a little sketchy obviously i i I don't i don't even know if this is a loophole in the law because she absolutely needed help in 2008 she yeah, absolutely but- could have been duped out of her money, and, and I think that she was close to being duped out of her money by this man she hooked up with, this healer or whatever the fuck he was. I mean, this- they get into it in the in the in the documentary. This strikes uh, me as a type of thing that should be reviewed frequently. You get a little static and- on your end, by the way, Rob. I don't know if that's going to show oh. up on the recording or not. It. I'm not hearing it. So okay, no problem. Um. I feel like this is something that has to be like reviewed pretty constantly and the burden of proof should really be on the other person. Like yes. she shouldn't have to prove that she's not crazy. Like the other person should have like they should have to prove that she needs help. Sure. You know, but I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. I have to watch this doc because I don't yeah. feel like I'm, I'm well educated. enough. No, it's I recommend it. Highly recommend it because it isn't the salacious thing, Nico, that you you 
you know, had said that maybe you thought it was going to be. Um, it, it is very informative. It's very good. Very good. Yeah, I gotta check it out. Yeah. People are really into it. Poor Brittany. Yeah. yeah I, 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 feel I feel bad, bad for, her. for her. That's that's that at the end of the day, I, I just feel bad for her. Yeah. There was a great monologue that I don't know if you saw it, it kind of went viral this week, it reemerged that Craig Ferguson gave in two thousand eight. Hmm. I, um, I saw that it was out there. I didn't I didn't know anything about it. Yeah, worth a watch. It, it, it Craig Ferguson talks about like his alcoholism and uh like a, a night that he essentially contemplated suicide and then didn't do it because he forgot to kill himself essentially. Wow. Um, and it's just like this harrowing story and he's hilarious. So it's, it's got just that, like that hint of comedy in it, but it's just really good. Like just talking about how we need more empathy for these people going through it. Yeah. Like she's just a fucking baby. Yeah. Cause at the time she was, she was, she yeah. was a child yeah. <laughs> when all this shit was going down and she was getting harassed by tabloids every day about the you know, size of her boobs. Yes. <laughs> yes. About, As a minor. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Because I remember know, that was a thing when I was in high school. Like, did yeah. Brittany have a boob job? She's my yeah. age. <laughs> yeah. Dude. I mean, honestly, these pe- there, there should be like prosecutions for that type yeah. of behavior. Yeah. Honestly. And then I Diane's think it's kind of settled down now, you know, compared to what I mean. There yeah. are different types of harassment online now, but yeah, but Diane you know, Sawyer's catching some shit for the interview she did with Brittany <laughs> back in the day. Yeah, what was in that interview? So it was after Brittany and Justin had broken up, and Justin had masterfully taken the 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 lead on the story, saying Brittany cheated on me. Brittany was horrible. I'm the angel. You know, Justin did a great job at controlling that story. So mm. Diane Sawyer was like, what did you do, Brittany? Obviously, you did something to hurt him. What did you do? Why uh, is it your fault? You know, it is your fault. Tell us, you know, why it isn't. You uh, know, it, it was it was really awful. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That, it just feels like another era. I mean, it, we it, have our own problems now. <laughs> we have our own problems now. Yeah. But that era of just, you know, like Britney Spears, like flashing her cooch in a limousine. And they did not get into that. They did not get into that either. You know, know, Daily Mail or TMZ or whatever, taking photos of it and talking about it. And like late night talk show hosts talking about it. Well, I mean, you know, now we're on that sort of end of it in the political world. So I guess I don't know. I mean, at least those people ought to be held accountable. But like these these poor pop stars at 12. That was in the era where it was Monica Lewinsky's fault for sucking the president's dick. Right. You know, it wasn't you know, it wasn't a predatory president going after Mm. a young girl. No, it's this whore that sucked the president's dick in the Oval Office. So bad. Yes. Gl- I, you know, I gotta be. I'm glad we don't live in that decade anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, we, I, I look much back. Much of the '90s gave us some great movies, like 1995's <laughs> Waterworld. <laughs> I gotta say, I look back on that Monica Lewinsky thing and just it's awful. And and watching Monica talk now, I mean, oh, she is such a star now. She is a fucking superstar she's a she's legend a she's yeah. a beast yeah. yeah gotta love her like she she does not shy away from it at all no. she is just like so much jokes respect. about it too she's yeah. funny as hell so much respect just making cigar jokes you know? <laughs> she took a cigar in her pussy like a champ 
God, what? it is amazing that fucking Hillary Clinton just went out there and just like, yeah, these these gold digging whores. Yeah. Tempting my husband. Yeah. Just slut shaming this poor intern. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, but you're right. The media was complicit. In a lot oh, of that. yeah. Late and, night. And sometimes like the primary offender. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It was what did what did Hillary call it? A, a, a right wing conspiracy. She used mm-hmm. another word in front of it. A concerted yeah. right wing a vast con- a vast right wing yes conspiracy. a vast right wing conspiracy yep i mean i like i gotta be honest like i, I actually think the worst offenders in pretty much everything is media because oh, like for sure why do the politicians act the way they do because they have to respond for the media yep. like as much as like hillary saying uh you know attacking monica that way is like not not great she's doing it to protect herself in the media yeah you know what i mean it's so the sensationalization is uh, not good. No, but there was such an unhealthy obsession with people's personal lives. Yes, specifically in that era. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I wonder if now there's just so much oversaturation it because is. we're all voluntarily giving this information, and yeah. people are making careers off of podcasting or TikToks or whatever, Instagram modeling, OnlyFans, yeah, only, <laughs> yeah, OnlyFans. Just about to say that. And I wonder if now it's just we volunteered so much of this, so now the novelty has kind of worn off. Yeah. But back then, whether it was OJ, whether it was Nancy Kerrigan, whether it was, oh. um, you know, Tanya Harding or, yeah, Brittany or, you know, any of these, um, you know, sort of like young female pop stars. That Nancy Kerrigan shit was nuts time, too. Yeah. <laughs> that was insanity. Yeah. But- but what was so intriguing about that, it wasn't just the incident. It was these two women and their cat fight. Right. And that was the part of it that was played up. And also right. Tanya's fucked up personal life. Right. And her douchebag boyfriend and the sort of white trash of it all. And everything that was leading up to it. You yeah. know, it, it was sensational before she got whacked in the knee. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then this and then, you know, this incident happens and it just takes it to the stratosphere. Mm-hmm. Remember Anna Nicole Smith? Remember uh, that fucking story? She was a mess too. I remember her being the the top tabloid tabloid headline for about three months. And I remember the Today Show every morning. She gave those notorious Today Show interviews with her fiance at the time. What was that dirtbag's name that was like engaged to her? Um, <sighs> what was his name? What the hell was his name? But I remember for about three months, she was the biggest story. Yeah. And she literally died. Yeah. She she died like in the midst of all of this pandemonium. Yeah. And she she OD'd. And I think it's fair to say that it was brought on by all of this media. A hundred percent. hundred percent. And it never like happens quite like that. Obviously, you hear about sort of, you know, troubled people, Michael Jackson, Prince, whatever, that are for years have had issues and they've been well-documented issues. And then eventually they, their life is taken. Whitney yeah. Houston's another one. But that was the first time I remember an overdose happening as she was one of the biggest tabloid stars in the world. Yeah. And it felt like it was brought about by the media attention. Yeah. You know, it was like this incredible tragedy. I, I forget how old I was when this happened. What was this, like 2004, maybe 2005? Probably. Yeah, somewhere yeah. in there. Um, but yeah, that was that like that era. It's it is it's a good thing that we've moved on from that. Yeah. yeah. So next week we land on Mars, guys. Very exciting stuff. Yeah, we got another rover headed to Mars. 
I'm super excited. It's some nerdy shit for me. Wasn't uh, there was this wasn't there something um like from Dubai or something like that? Yeah, so going to Mars. Uh, they they have an orbiter uh going around the planet. This is a rover that's going to land on the planet. So cool. Very we, exciting. We've done this before or no? I yes. forget. Yes. We have, right? Yeah. So I mean, back in the seventies we had the two Viking landers. Um, they were stationary. Then in 1997, we had Pathfinder that had the first rover on it. Then in 2004, we had Spirit and Opportunity. Uh, in 2012, we had Curiosity, which is still I remember Curiosity. Yep, still roaming around. And now 2021 is the they call it the Mars 2020 mission, but they're calling it Perseverance. I remember mm. texting you about the Curiosity. We were watching the stream. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Love. I just love landing on Mars. I tried to get uh, one of the lead engineers on our show, but he never answered me. Yeah, I wonder why. I wonder why. Okay, I, so here's the he thing. Might be busy. Here's the thing that I wanted to do with this guy because I wanted to do the interview with him. Re- I, fascinating man. Rob Manning is his name. Mm-hmm. Um. Because in 1997, as a 14-year-old watching uh, Pathfinder land and all the stuff that, you know, Pathfinder did, I had a very personal and fun email exchange with Rob Manning. Oh, yeah. For weeks and weeks and weeks. I I remember this. I would. (laughs) That's the guy. Oh, I didn't realize that was the guy. That's the guy. I wanted to do the interview, like have him on the show and then reveal to him because there's no way. There's no way he's forgotten about me because I emailed him constantly and he was so nice and emailed back all the fucking time. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that was the guy. That was the guy. That's he's really still cute. Doing shit, huh? That's really cute. <laughs> that was yeah. gonna be my big reveal to him. Oh, we can make this. Happen. I would love to talk to him. Does he have a Twitter account? I don't think he does. No, I found his email. I found his JPL email in <laughs> hidden documents on Google. <laughs> Did you try to send it through that email? I said, yeah, I absolutely sent him an email. It's probably not even a thing. No, it is it, anymore. It it um no, it was in it was in a paper that he wrote, an academic paper that he wrote here about four years ago. Okay, so. Yeah, would love to talk to him. That's let's, fun. Let's yeah, see if he has any contact. Maybe we can like Twitter bomb him and just. <laughs> uh, he's just, just the... tell the tell the Michael Jackson truthers that he doesn't believe. <laughs> yeah, and then they'll get him. Yep, there we go. Got That's it. a great idea. Got That's it. a great. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there was a live stream he did on uh, Twitter, but that yeah, that's it. Yeah, he was on the NASA JPL. Twitter. Yeah, I mean, he was the main guy who who uh, engineered and tested all the entry, descent, and landing stuff. What, what's really cool about Curiosity was the first to do it. Perseverance is also going to do it. Is this sky crane maneuver? Because mm. what what had happened with um, the Viking landers, they had their own rockets on them, and it just landed, touched down, and landed. Uh, Pathfinder was the first to use airbags. You hit the atmosphere, you drop down, you, you throw a parachute to slow yourself down, uh, then you go down this bridle, you 
pop open your airbags and then you bounce on the surface. Pathfinder ended up bouncing like 32 times, I think, before coming to a rest. And then the pedals open and reveal the lander and the rover. Uh, Spirit and Opportunity did that. So the Sky Crane is the same thing. Uh, the craft enters the atmosphere. A, a parachute deploys, slows them down to like 200 miles an hour. At that point, the fucking rover drops out of this the the back shell that it's in, and it power like rockets power descent down to the surface. Uh, they're about six or eight meters from the surface and a rope lowers the rover to the surface when the when the vehicle discovers that it's on the ground it cuts the cords and the the rocket motors then fly away oh wow they call that sky crane this fucking Rube Goldberg ass shit it is I know that's mousetrap yeah that's what you're describing right there (laughs) and that's sick though yeah it's it's really cool I think they have a picture from orbit in Mars of the parachute of Curiosity. They were- I just envision like Looney Tunes, like Acme Company, like a hand <laughs> reaching out with a pair of scissors yeah. to cut that rope. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> but it's crazy that this thing that's the size of two like golf carts, it's huge. And, it, you know, six miles up, it drops out and and rockets itself to six meters and then lowers itself on a rope. Basically, they're like, all right, we have a school bus. We're going to drop it out of a jet and right. it has to land. Exactly. <laughs> like, that's the plan. And it has to land softly. It's fucking crazy. It's <laughs> fucking crazy. So that's why I wanted to talk to Rob Manning about this entry, descent, and landing. They call it the seven minutes of terror. So wait, to get this straight, though, you were planning on bringing that guy yes. on this show <laughs> yes, without telling us. Yes. The night before the landing on Mars. Yes. <laughs> no, they're doing this the 18th. What did you think we okay. were going to ask him? What did you think Nico and I were going to be able to? You, you guys do a little prep. You guys are such good interviewers. You would have come up with something. No. Yeah, you would have. See our Jesse Ventura interview. <laughs> That's right. You guys suck at this. For our questioning skills. I do have a buddy at NASA, though. Get him Rob Manning. You do. I do. have a buddy at NASA. Yes, I you do. do. No, I don't. You do. Correct. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying that, Nico. Yes, actually, I sl- well, actually, we know I two slept people. in the same room as him for a year. Whoa. We actually know two people. We do. That's true. We do know yeah. another person. One, I think we're, we have a better chance of getting on than the other, though. Yeah, I don't think the other one will. Probably not. Uh, yeah, maybe we should. Uh, no, this should get him on. The, this is seven minutes of terror because we're eleven minutes away from uh, from Mars in terms of light speed, radio signals getting here. So all of this stuff happens autonomously. We have right. no control over it. Right. You just send it on its way, and by the time the radio signals get back, it's been on the surface for 11 minutes. <laughs> or, <laughs> or yeah. Well, it's Oops. on the surface one way or another, honestly. Yeah, well. <laughs> so I just, I learned that apparently Elon is trying to bomb the poles of Mars. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't, or I guess he was on oh, is he trying to, like, or something speculating or something about or? this. Yes, habitable. he's trying to figure out a way to create an ozone layer on Mars. And his theory, again, this is just something he talked about with Rogan while he was high. But he's like, 
if we bomb the poles, that might like form an ozone layer. That's strange. What does Poland have to do with <laughs> that? I don't know. Why He's Elon Musk, and I'm me. So I, I guess I. I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing him being like, we're gonna fucking bomb Poland. <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> and fucking and Joe Rogan's like, yes, go on. It took Nico a minute to get this joke, and I've hated Nick for about thirty seconds longer than Nico has. <laughs> you idiot. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> No, the, the the north and south pole. I, I I don't I don't think Elon Musk realizes how fucking big Mars is. Like it's a smaller planet than Earth, sure, mm. but you're not just gonna drop a couple I'm nukes sh- on it and go. Yep, well, ozone now. <laughs> I want to know who's stupid enough to give Elon Musk a nuclear weapon. Well, that too. That's what I want to know. NASA, NASA, who, maybe. Who would give that fucking guy a nuke? <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna use it to inflate Dogecoin somehow. That's what he's gonna do. Uh, Did we tell the story, by the way, when you and I were just degenerates at two a.m. on a Saturday? Oh night, my god! No, just I don't looking think at the have. app. So Rob and I got in on uh, on Dogecoin. The, it was the day after we now, did the podcast. L- no, no, no. Listen, I was in Dogecoin a lot longer. I was yeah. in at four tenths of a cent. <laughs> That's right. Okay, so it was the day after we did the, the last podcast, yeah. and you were joking on the air like, "Oh, the 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 Wall Street bets people might inflate Dogecoin next. Yep. You never know." Yep. <laughs> and then the next day, they actually inflated. <laughs> yep, to eight cents. They got it to eight cents, and yeah. I'm here. I got Rob on my phone. Uh, I got the app sort of ticking up and down, the Robinhood app yeah. ticking up and down by the minute. And then I got the laptop off to the side, and I have three Discord channels open of just Wall Street bets and crypto bets yeah. and things. And all of them at the same time are just going, pump doge, pump doge, <laughs> to the moon, to the moon. And I'm there just having a conniption yep. just texting robbie and like buy the dip buy the dip motherfucker <laughs> i don't know how many dips i told you to buy I it must have been either. at least three that night i was just in a zone yep. like you would not believe the other night yep and i and this it, this was when i was still home from work after surgery so yeah, yeah, yeah. i was okay being up till two three o'clock in the morning yeah it, it was the most degenerate evening I, I, I'd had in a long time, and I had some degenerate so ones. So much fun! I, I had did s- play eight hours of poker at Deadwood once. So <laughs> yeah. I've had some degenerate evening, <laughs> but that night I was just riding this unbelievable high, and it got all the way up to eight cents. Yep. And like a bunch of fucking idiots, yep, were like, "Hold, baby, yep, let's ride this motherfucker out to the weekend." Yep. and then by by the next day, three cents. <laughs> yeah. I think we sold it like five or six cents. I did anyway. Um, I think you told me to I sell. I didn't. I didn't. I sold a three. Did you? I yeah. Then I must have been at four. I was thinking it was at like six, but it must have been four. No, it got up to eight for a split second. Yep. And then it sort of settled down around seven that night. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, let's hold for the weekend. See yep. how this plays out. And it just completely tanked. Yeah. Now, leave it to us. We're I not s- satisfied with an 800% return. Yeah, I still made a shit ton of money. Yeah, I could have made a shit ton of money. Yeah. And I uh, basically broke even. Yeah. Virtually broke even. Yeah. I made a little bit. Well, because I was in at less than a half a cent. Yeah. I was yeah. in for, yeah. Um, 
but I yeah, I just bought I just bought so many dips. And actually now it's at six five. It got back up to eight a couple days ago because yeah. of Elon. Yeah. Elon's just pumping these things, but um I told uh, you. You laughed at me that night at the you're like oh, Dogecoin ha I wasn't <laughs> laughing the next day nope. when I was buying at six five, <laughs> acting like we're going to a hundred. <laughs> We legitimately talked ourselves into thinking Dogecoin would get to a dollar. We were yeah. actually buying it. I told you realistically, if it gets to 25 cents, I would be shocked. We were going to talk about it at 10. The plan was to talk yeah. about it at 10. At 10. Yeah. I, we were going to evaluate at 10. I really was. I thought it for sure it was going to get to 10. I mean, it It was 10 minutes between 7 and 8. Like yeah. it, it, sh- it was rocketing. It was rocketing. Yeah, it was outrageous how fast it went from seven to eight. Yeah. Um, if you put half so, as much effort into a profitable venture, Nico, I, I have Bitcoin. If you just <laughs> if you just got a job, Elon Musk is also looking out for me on that front. Yeah. Would they buy one point five billion? Yeah. With Bitcoin with a B. That's one point five billion with a b well, i woke and, up that morning i'm like what just happened to my coinbase account <laughs> well he and he's trying to accept it as currency he's trying to he's right. trying to make it a currency yeah yeah he wants to actually do business dealings in it he's yeah. saying he because right now it's just being treated like a fucking stock yeah and I, you know i think he's actually trying to get away from that right I mean, it's crazy it is, when you have somebody with this many like fucking crazy ideas with this much access to capital yeah and this much power and influence is yeah. the thing. And it's, My, yeah, it's, it's not just it's not just money. It's also like he's like embedded in the he's basically embedded in the government with his My, NASA bro- contracts. My brother had a theory because when Mark Cuban did said the national anthem shit yesterday. What is up with that? I, I fill me in I, a little bit with that. He's just like, we're not going to play the national anthem at Mavericks games anymore. Fine. And the NBA is like, yes, you are. What are you fucking talking no. about? Shut up. Sit down and shut up. Um, but. My brother's theory was he's trying to catch up to Elon because he sees Elon just tweeting out hashtag Dogecoin and it doubles in value. Like he has just that much influence just by what he says. Yeah. I mean, we already know how overinflated Tesla is. I think we've said Uh. the stats before on the show. Like they would have to sell. They would have to be the highest selling vehicle for the next 150 years to justify their market cap. So, like, you know, it, he just wields so much influence because the market, it just, based on a tweet, based yeah. on a hashtag, you know, and, 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 uh, you, you know, my brother thinks Cuban's looking at it and he's like, I have to, I, I need a piece of what that guy has. You, you have to bear in mind something about uh, Tesla's market value is people take into account all of Elon Musk's ventures and they just, like, everything Elon Musk does can be attributed to the Tesla stock because it's the only one that's on the stock market. Tesla is SpaceX. Tesla right. is, SpaceX is yeah. is yeah. Because yeah. yeah. SpaceX is not on the stock market. But they split, right? What what what's on the other side of the split? What do you mean? They split Tesla the, earlier this year. Yeah, it was like was it four to one? I don't know what that means. So if you had one hundred stocks of Tesla at a thousand dollars. Yeah. You now have 400 stocks of Tesla at $250. Okay. Do you understand? I they do. just made it cheaper to buy one stock by making more stocks. Right. They oh, okay. split Got everybody's right. stock into four, so yep. that way you could buy one for less. And now Understood. and now that one stock is back up to $800 again. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but again, like, yeah, when people are doing that, they're not betting on Tesla. 
now. Yeah, they're, they're, betting, yeah, they're on, betting on him. On Musk. Yeah. yeah, they're betting at the end of the day. I tell you what, Starlink is getting some rave reviews too. Their internet service. Yeah, no, I I love this idea of just like find markets that our monopolies disrupt. Yeah. Like that's it. That's that's the whole strategy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm fine with it. There was a theory that I saw essentially that uh, Elon was throwing China a bone with that Bitcoin purchase because I guess there were some factories in China that had some regulatory issues. Oh, really? And that he was trying to make right with the Chinese government. Ah. Well, he is working with them with, like, Tesla stuff right now. He yeah. has got his eggs in a lot of baskets. I mean, that guy is an absolute machine. <laughs> well, and he's, he's the wealthiest man in the world now, right? He, yeah, over, yeah. he yeah. Him and Bezos, I think, are have been playing leapfrog a little What's bit. What's up but. with Bezos stepping away? Going off? Oh, fuck Amazon. So, let's be clear. He's not stepping away. He's He's taking a more chill position which I probably guess. equal if not higher pay so, yeah, probably. you can't go to the illuminati meetings when you have that much visibility yeah probably right? if you really want to influence shit you yeah. got to stay away from the money he, he's I, now I the chair he's now the chair of the board instead yeah. of the ceo i mean people here's the thing like all the headlines were like bezos stepping down as ceo it's like no bezos is stepping up as chair <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's be clear like i mean and, it is significant he's virtu- he virtually like two steps away from becoming Lex Luthor, actually. For sure. He's, he's already there. He's got the same haircut. It's <laughs> he just needs exactly. he, he we literally just need a pump some guy full of too much something so he can fly. And then we have our <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> real life comic book. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean uh, I mean, yeah. He's not gonna deal with the day to day operations as much. So I guess it is significant, but um I don't know. Like, who cares? He's yeah. still going to control shit. Like, he's he's still way too powerful and way too rich and has a monopoly on everything and is going to put every small business, like, out of business. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate that guy. Give me Elon every day. Give me Elon <laughs> in that in that celebrity Here's boxing thing, match like, every day. Elon, <laughs> it's not like Elon's much better, really, but he's at least... He's he's disrupting like the industries that people are already mad at. Yeah, that's and that's that's why he's able to. Yes. That's why he has so much a uh, uh, following, so much of a following. Because like everybody hates internet service providers, everybody hates car dealerships, and everybody uh, hates the stock market, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's, and it's, everybody yeah. loves space, right? Mm. So the idea of like we're gonna go to the Mars, like that shit, gets people excited. You know, but it, yeah, the, it's one of those things like the Wall Street bets. What's so interesting about that whole story is that it, it sort of crossed aisles. It's just a populist, oh, yeah. it's a pure populist story of like Democrats, Republicans, rich, poor. They're all on the same page. Just fuck these hedge funds. Right. You know, and Elon smartly, I think, jumped on that bandwagon and sort of became the face of it. I, yeah, I think we can all agree that just like, you know, these people who are able to just like print money, basically. Like, that's not okay. <laughs> and fuck these people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Elon, baby. Elon. Let's go to the moon. <laughs> I hate that saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, does that do it for us for this week? I think. Yeah. We got to try to get back to weekly shows. I miss you guys. When we miss it, when we skip a week, it's like, ah. I know. I really. It gets all. It gets so fucked. Yeah. Too much happens. I know. I know. Yeah, I'm starting to miss it. But yeah, we'll we'll go back to it. Yeah. 
for sure. And you're going to come on Wise as a thing this year. I think so, yeah. I just got to find time to watch this fucking movie. We don't have to do Waterworld. We (laughs) can pick a different movie if you want. No, it's usually Rob's choice. Yeah, no, that's true. I did have a movie selection, though. I don't remember what it was. Figure it out. Yep. Yeah. How can people get a hold of us? Don't. Okay. No, well, we need to make sure that Rob Manning comes on this show. Uh, get a hold of Rob Manning. <laughs> Figure out a way to do it. Yeah. Get a hold of him. Get him on the Discord. Get him, him on the Discord. <laughs> hey, Rob, come on this Discord so we can get you on a podcast. <laughs> the literal subject of my email was podcast interview? Question mark? I'm like, oh, yeah. should- like he hasn't gotten enough of those this I'm week. I'm sure not. Well, who, who, who's doing interviews with him on Mars Landing? Hopefully us. Email Rob Manning and tell him come on two sets. <laughs> TwoCentsRadio.com. Have a good one, everybody.